I'm here with Alan Dumbleton, and Alan is a HEP hero. You've been a HEP hero for how many years, Alan? I think four years. So why are you a HEP hero? It's a good question, uh, Mark. Um, why am I a HEP hero? I wanted people to share my experiences. and I had hepatitis C, and uh, I had it consciously knew I had it for 18 years and was um, successfully cured in November of 2017, so just recently. And so when you say successfully cured, I know that you went through several different stages or um, approaches to try and get a cure. Can you talk a bit about them? Sure. I was first diagnosed in 1999 with hepatitis C. I undertook a six-month course of interferon A and ribavirin, which proved to be unsuccessful. Not only was the treatment horrendous uh, for me, I didn't agree with me at all, uh, but find out it didn't have any effect was um, uh, very disappointing. Uh, then there was a long patch before anything that really suited hep C, I had genotype 3A which is a very tricky little genotype to have. I then undertook another course in 2016, but that was the antivirals, uh, which was uh, daclosphere, sylvosphere, and ribavirin. And that was a 12-week course. And unfortunately, that proved to be unsuccessful as well. And notwithstanding that, those drugs become available on the PBS, um, and through my specialist uh, gastroenterologist, um, after 24 weeks of the same medications, daclosphere, sylvosphere, ribavirin, 24-week course instead of 12, uh, my R24 or 24-week results are that I have no viral load, which was uh, fantastic. And so that basically means that you're cured, right? It does mean I'm cured. Uh, having had it for so long, um, after 12 weeks, uh, I was, had no viral load, but, but I, I really didn't acknowledge it uh, consciously. But when the 24-week results came through um, of no viral load and having my gastroenterologist confirm that I was cured, I then dropped all that weight and worry right in that consultancy room right that day, November 9, I'll never forget it. and. Uh, uh, and each day I get further clarity in my mind, um, not only that I'm cured, but the brain fog's gone. What would you say to other people out there who may have had the same experience, you know, with the previous drugs and had a terrible experience with it and a bit still a bit concerned about trying the new drugs? Ah, well, if you can tolerate interferon and ribavirin combination, um, I did for six months, and I know people that have for 12 months, and if it doesn't agree with you, it really is, it's hell. And I think people understand that these antiviral drugs that are out there now, comparatively, it's, there's, there's no comparison. There's virtually no side effects. The ribavirin will will still make you a little bit tired um, that will lead to a bit of grumpiness a bit of mood uh, irritation maybe a touch of insomnia which I did have not when I 
didn't have the interferon. But please go and source it. Go to your GP and talk to them. If you know that you have hep C, or even if you think, go to your GP, get a blood test. And if you have, then ask for the antiviral drugs. And most people will take 12 weeks with the genotype 3A, they, it's proven to be a very pesky genotype, very hard to get rid of. And I would implore you to go and um, get treatment because three times lucky in my case, other people first time lucky, and, and most people, depending on your genotype, will be a 12-week week course with virtually no side effects. So tell me a bit about the experiences you had as a hep C carrier. Uh, from people that maybe didn't understand what it meant? I'm a private person anyway, and people, because of this, there is some stigma attached to it, of which I'm not a person that would ever discriminate against anybody. I kept it to myself, but I also, you know, spoke to close friends and people that I trusted the fact that I had it. The real problem... Um, I encountered and the only real one um, was with a professional, a health professional and it was a dentist. I had a rotting tooth that had to be extracted. He was a person with a God complex anyway so I struck a real ripper here. Um, When was this? It was in 2016. Not very long ago. No. With a very reputable dentistry in the middle of Melbourne. He basically refused to extract the tooth, asked me some fairly personal questions about hepatitis C. This led to septicemia in me, recreated all sorts of (laughs) knock-on effects and the fact that I was nearly hospitalised and got the antibiotics just in time that I didn't end up in hospital. The sad thing was the customer service at the dentistry, when I was well enough to complain, didn't respond and didn't follow up very well. What happened after, once I'd got the antibiotics, I then went back because I wanted just to get the tooth out and I knew I could get in there immediately because they had my details and another dentist actually very rarely you hear it um, wasn't complimentary towards the other the dentist that re- didn't take the tooth out because he knew it should have been extracted on that day and that was a fairly serious case of discrimination Alan, are you sure that it was specifically because of the hep c that uh, he didn't do it absolutely um, because of the uh, line of questioning that he he was speaking about uh, in, in relation to hepatitis C. And how does that make you feel about stigma in general? I, I was very disappointed that a, um, a professional in health would react that way. There was a nurse there and her body language was, in, I think, embarrassment for him in, in the blunt um, rude way he approached my issue in that he didn't want to extract a tooth. 
of mine in case I would imagine, and this is a bit of supposition, that he had any blood spatter, even though he would have been protected against it. Um, and it was vindicated when I went back because the dentist who did take the tooth out was fantastic, very empathetic, uh, showed a lot of empathy, was also non-complimentary to his colleague, which is unusual. Do you think you could have done differently in that situation, if anything, in yourself? Yes, I, I could have asked him why he wasn't going to remove the tooth now. And I didn't do that because, oh, well, I, I didn't do it. No, I should have because I knew that the tooth was going to come out anyway. So that's all past now, isn't it, as a, a person who's not carrying a hep C? Yes. Um, what would you say to other people that may have may be experiencing or thinking they're experiencing discrimination and stigma? You know, ironically, I should have contacted Hep Vic for advice, really. But I didn't want to weigh him down. That was the other thing. I didn't want to weigh him down with that. Um, I did try and approach it through the dentistry. I did write an email, which I've got to follow up. It been a couple of years ago. I... I'm not bad at filing, but I'll have to find it, um, stating my, the issues I had. Um, I think I would contact Hep Vic and, get, and source advice from them. And the way he made me feel in that consulting room, I've never felt like before, which was something I'd ever want to experience again. Um, and no one should experience it. And when you're sick, in this case, with an infected blood system and also a rotting tooth, you're not really f thinking that clearly as well. You just want to get rid of the pain. And once it all settled down, uh, I suppose I let them off lightly and didn't keep pursuing it with the dentistry and not contacting HEPI. That's good advice. I mean, anybody that's listening to this who has had a similar experience must contact us because we will help. Yeah, you know, however, absolutely. Whatever the situation, however the um, circumstances, we will, we can support mm, you. Sure. So, yeah. Anyway, that's excellent. Thank you very much, Alan. Thank you very much for your time, Mark. Congratulations on becoming cured. Thank you. It's it's absolutely fantastic. So please, uh, I implore you to go out there and, and talk to your GP, um, even if you think you may have it, Hep C or Hep B talk to your GP and there's the drugs are out there for hep C sufferers to be in my position now and be cured and have a lot uh, lot to uh, look forward to in the future. That was hep hero Alan Dumbleton and for more information about tackling stigma as well as other podcasts go to our website that's www.hepvic.gov.au. Thank you very much.